This is a HeadGum Podcast. You will dream it. Welcome to Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Lindsay Weber. I'm Bobby Finger. And it is Friday. Friday. So it's Friday. That means we are answering your questions. You're the boss. We're just at your service. And your questions, concerns, complaints. What's new? A lot of complaints. A lot of complaints. Actually, not as many complaints as there usually is, which was sort of heartening. You know, we we give off, we sometimes start to we're starting to give off the vibe. I think that you know, complaining complainers won't be tolerated. You know, you know what? There was uh, a weird um, spike in this week. I don't know if you noticed this. Uh, medium time, first time. We have so many medium time listeners now. Do you think people who consider themselves medium time, it's like they started listening? What's a medium time? In the past, maybe in, I would say six months. Yeah, your medium time. That's good for us, I think. It's really good. No, I, I was, I was, I felt, I felt good after hearing that. Like, That's oh, we good. have new listeners. Medium time, and they are, right. they are confident enough in themselves to call in and ask questions. And to say, like. you know, I'm not long time. I'm medium time. I'm <laughs> medium time. They're being honest with themselves and with us, which I, I like. I like that we give off that vibe. This is like, a podcast you can tell about us the truth. honesty. Speaking of honesty, <laughs> let's get to the comments. Let's just start. Okay, yeah, they're dating, but Leonardo does not even follow Camila Barone on Instagram. So, it ain't that real. <laughs> it do ain't you, that real. Do you feel like Leo, like, uses Instagram? No, no. I was going to ask you the same question. I don't think he does. I don't even think I've ever seen his Instagram, let alone, no. like, think about, oh, Leonardo DiCaprio's Instagram. No, but my favorite thing about this call is that it was a, she had a very specific question to ask the call is only 13 seconds long she didn't even say hi first time long time she went right into it and yet the name camilla maroney still gave her trouble (laughs) it still gives me trouble i mean we went the whole time calling her god knows what depends on her name is like cammy she like goes by cammy oh she goes by cammy no one told me that i just like that she's like okay i gotta call in about camilla maroney i gotta call in about camilla maroney hey Lindsay bobby um so the thing about leo is that he doesn't follow <laughs> so that's news. That's something. But also, who cares? They could they could be married and he wouldn't follow her on Instagram. Oh, he does have an Instagram. Yeah, it's Leonardo DiCaprio. And you know what hit it is? It's verified. It's, it's environment. pictures that you would put on your um, desktop. They're like desktop backgrounds that he saved from his computer. And a photo of him with both Jane Goodall and Moby. <laughs> yeah, do you have a photo with Jane Goodall and Moby? I don't think so. <laughs> It does look like default Apple wallpapers. Doesn't it? And it's just yeah. like, the planet. It looked very mm. much Him so. and Jamie Foxx. There are no photos of Camilla Maroney, I'll tell you that. He follows Mark Ruffalo and Adrian Grenier and Elton John, but not his girlfriend and the Pope. Moving on, next call. Shania Twain would have voted for Trump. I'm heartbroken. Bye. That call was from a caller on Sunday at 5... 42 p.m. And then the same caller called back on Sunday at 8.45 p.m. I called earlier about Shania Twain, and I just wanted to let you know that she's now apologized for saying that she'd vote for Trump. And so I guess I could listen to her music again. 
<laughs> no one no one has been more thankful that a celebrity apologized. Which is like, how am I going to listen to come on over unless she apologizes? I'm thankful. Like you'll, you'll still feel sort of bad about it, but at least you're, you'll feel less guilty because she apologized. The gays are going to be karaokeing that don't impress me much in like 72 hours. I so know. it's, it's absolutely fine. Out of all of the people we're canceling, let's say like one is Kanye. I think Shania Twain compared to Kanye is like off the hook, you know? Shania Twain can like be on probation for a little bit, you know? <laughs> um, but also the best thing to come out of this was the use of the instantly iconic Lizzo video of her on the golf cart going by bitch yeah, that was in, a, in a rainbow maxi dress. <laughs> Which has now by. been applied to many a person. Everything. <laughs> Anything. Bye, bitch. <laughs> Anytime anyone says anything remotely terrible, like just put that video in and uh, have a good time. Next okay. call. Last comment, which I just appreciate. I just have an important information update for you guys. Um, Kim Zolciak, Bierman's second daughter, the one who, like, isn't as famous as her older sister, using the term famous loosely, not only, according to her mother, has beauty and brains, congrats, but also heart, which I think is another dimension none of us considered before. So... Just had to let you guys know. Um, good corn, Bella Thorne. Bye. This this story is from last month, as far as I can tell. But so like, no one talks about the other Beerman daughter, who is Ariana Beerman. Um, but at one point, uh, Kim Zolciak Beerman wrote about Ariana and said, "My sweet, smart, motivated princess Ariana Beerman has the biggest heart and is even more beautiful on the inside." And you lowlife assholes who have the audacity to make rude comments about how she finally lost weight, um, what the fuck is wrong with you? But the funniest thing about this is that every every story that's writing about this like defense of her daughter, it says she has the biggest heart, but she used an emoji, so they use like brackets with the word heart inside it. So, beauty, brains, heart emoji. Those are the three things I guess you can have, right? <laughs> well, I only thought you could have beauty and brains. I didn't think you could no, also you have heart. No, you could heart. have heart. This is what the call is saying. It kind of opens so. up the door to, like, new combinations. It's like, what if mm-hmm. you only have heart and beauty? Or, like, brains and heart? Or, like, you know. <laughs> like, so that, yeah, brains and heart. Brains and heart, I feel like, um, is a very, like, romantic comedy trope. <laughs> she's nice and has heart even though she's not beautiful. Brains oh, but wait, she heart. took down her hair and now she has... Now she has beauty as well. But I mean, the concept of beauty and brains, heart does not really work into that because it's beauty and brains is like the pa- the, the ridiculousness of, of that package, of saying somebody has that package is the, is the joke. I'm just saying, I think that the next time we p- applaud someone for having both beauty and brains, we have to ask ourselves a question. Do they have heart? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not, Do- honestly. Probably not. Next call, actual question. Here we go. Hi, Who Weekly. This is Lucy calling from Chicago. Um, I'm on Twitter right now, and I just was scrolling through, and somehow into my onto my timeline came the singer Michelle Williams, not the actress Michelle Williams. And it's an engagement photo shoot for People magazine, but one of the photos is literally her fiancé proposing to her, and then, like, her being surprised. So my question is, was People Magazine literally at the hooliest member of Destiny Child's engagement, Michelle Williams, 
singer, not the actress. Also, fun fact, my mother grew up with Michelle Williams, the actress's mom, and my mom told her not to take a role on Dawson's Creek because she didn't think it was ever going to be on television. And that is why we don't take career advice from my mom. Okay, love you guys. Bye. Okay, so here we go. Michelle Williams and Chad Johnson. Not that Michelle Williams and not that Chad Johnson. The funniest joke, it's the black Michelle Williams and the white Chad Johnson. Black Michelle Williams and the white Chad Johnson, which, you know, to be fair, did not realize he was white. He is. He has a, he has a, um, he has a confusing Rachel Dolezal thing happening. <laughs> a little um, bit. Which, uh, I mean, that's, that's not my place to get into, but that's certainly something that comes up in the comments on a lot of these, uh, stories about like him. he never says um, that he's black it's just i just like it, it's unclear you like it, it it's unclear and then in the article about where they met he says i'm white she's black what a special time for our relationship to be on display mm-hmm. in that respect with it's the tension in the world and in our country and you're like oh he's white okay okay oh he's white and so this came out because everyone was like who the hell is this also do we actually care about michelle williams's engagement people must think they did people, people must think about the world it like 12 did times People wrote about it a hundred times, and not only did they write about it a hundred times, they had exclusive photos of their engagement. So, like, they sold their engagement photos to People magazine. Oh, yeah. And it's, they got engaged in um, Pebble Beach, which is really funny to me. Like, like, people sent a photographer. This is not like they sent the photos in retrospect. Oh, yeah. It, people, yeah. like, they were like, well, this is going to happen. Like, send somebody. Because he did the whole thing because he's like a good religious boy. He went, he flew to her, his fa- her family's house and asked for permission and then invited them all to the engagement, which I personally find very strange well, and weird to be like, she be was, here. We knew she was in, we knew she was religious. Remember the song Say Yes? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they met, and they met at one of his retreats. So he runs this, um, like, nonprofit organization that does a lot of, uh, like, child like teen outreach um and, and like he evangelism does, he does a lot of like um life he's coaching. like a chaplain for like um sports teams sports so teams. he'll like go yeah. and like provide services religious mm-hmm. services for sports teams i guess but that's like mm-hmm. kind of not why people are talking about him now i guess apparently right so uh, originally it was just funny because it's like oh that the the less famous michelle williams and the less famous chad johnson for those of you who actually don't know because he's a sports person it's ocho cinco is chad johnson that's what I was so he's like you. really famous I was like who's chad johnson um, in general yeah um one? they're both it's like the two less famous versions of these names so this story kind of came and went. We didn't even talk about it on the podcast, but now suddenly people looked into Chad Johnson and it turns out he might be a Trump supporter and people are furious. They're like, Michelle, what are you doing? And the thing is, it's really not that surprising. Like, no, it's not surprising. And his the way that people are asserting this is a very modern day version, which is not, I went to The Guardian and told them, even though I'm Canadian, I maybe would have voted for Trump. It's that he follows certain characters on the internet that are uh, Trump people. Uh, but what's interesting is like, don't a lot of people follow? Because if you're into politics, wouldn't you yeah. kind of follow mm-hmm. various people involved? I mean, again. Oh, yeah, Definitely. But this is less about his followers than it is about, like, a tweet where he actually supported the president. Right, okay. Because first people were saying, oh, he follows blah, blah, blah. But it's like, okay, just because he follows, like, Paul Ryan doesn't mean anything. Maybe he's, like, interested in politics. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. But then further down, it's like they did some real ass digging. And his family is very, very, very conservative. 
Um, his his mom's name is Barbie, and uh, his family. They, all of his family are into Blue Lives Matter, which is like a red flag. I mean, are we surprised that a white chaplain, religious chaplain, ha- like we are not surprised? Mm-hmm. When does this surprise me? This does not surprise me. Say we're going off the mountaintop in a praise party. We're going down partying, y'all. We're partying. That's all there is to it. That's all there is to it. This this story on this line on Boss Up is is good. It says in Pastor Chad's People magazine interview about his engagement to Michelle, he made sure to emphasize that he hopes his interracial relationship with Michelle will bring a message of hope in the Trump era, which like completely reframes that thing that he said. Like it's like, oh, if you imagine it coming from a conservative Republican, of course he wants to dig that into people's brains. He's like, look at me. Oh, yeah. Engaged to it's, a black it's woman. It's the ultimate two sides. Oh, we got to yes. see both sides, two sides, whatever. They're mm-hmm. both sides. People come together, blah, blah, blah. Um, the f- the, also, the funny thing is, like, no one would have cared unless they, like, went on full tour. They went on a full press tour. Like, nobody yeah. would have fucking cared at all, yeah. you know? Because he's boring. And even after this, it's boring. Yeah. I'm bored. It's, he's... I'm, I'm bored by him. It's the assumption that people care so much is the funniest thing, though. That they... That they have 600 photos of that engagement, which is just like a patio, patio furniture. He's sitting at patio furniture on Pebble in Pebble Beach. I think and it's she's like, like oh, people cool. just kind of errs on the side of like the audience. Their audience loves like any type of marriage. So like even if it's not even that famous of a person or like not even that big of a thing, they're like going to try and go for it. Anyway, there we go. So he probably supports Trump. The boss up story is like, I hope maybe he'll release a statement soon. He's not going to. People Love are going to forget about this. This episode is like people who support Trump, <laughs> like celebrities well, now who we're maybe done with support Trump. Trump. Now we're done with Trump. Bye, bitch. <laughs> Just don't confuse that Chad Johnson with the other Chad Johnson and that Michelle Williams with the other Michelle Williams. Next call. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. I hate to like do this to you and ask like another extremely messy Instagram question. But I need to know who Timmy Thick is. Like, I guess it's a meme that just, like, totally escaped me. And now it's, like, a whole thing. And I feel very old for, like, not knowing this. Like, how did this happen? Also, I'm sorry for... I'm sorry for what? Sorry. I'm sorry for whispering. I'm, like, fully in the library right now trying to work on my thesis. But I obviously have more pressing issues, such as who is Timmy Nick? Thanks. This one goes on. Bye. I love Timmy Thick. Really, Timmy Thick really took me places. I had never heard of this person. Uh, I didn't know about this controversy, I and love neither Thicke. did Lindsay. And it like just really took us on a fun journey, the best kind of Who Weekly journey, which is um, one that ends in question marks and began on YouTube. YouTube, it began on Instagram. Instagram. I love Timmy Thick. I also had never heard of Timmy Thick before, but now I'm like mad that I didn't know. Timmy, <laughs> Timmy Thick uh, was an Instagram account slash personality. I'll read you like, I feel like I could explain it or I could just read you the bullet points on the Daily Mail article about Timmy Thick. <laughs> Yeah, just read the bullet okay. points. So, Timmy Thick started posting on Instagram in 2016 and joined Twitter in May 2017. He now has 40,000 followers on the latter, which is really funny because it's like not that many. Yeah, it's not that many. <laughs> the social media star who appealed to appear to be a boy in his teens promptly acquired a horde of fans thanks to his content. 
His post celebrated, among other interests, his own body shape and image, the rapper Nicki Minaj, and Kylie Jenner's pregnancy announcement. Details of Timmy's life, such as his age, gender, and sexual orientation, have been the subject of speculation throughout his rise to viral fame. Over the weekend, his Twitter account announced Timmy Thick was a 24-month sociological study conducted by Harvard University, um, which is spelt wrong, I guess. Oh, no, part of it. There was something in there spelled wrong. Quote, yeah. we are now complete with our study. Thank you for your time, the tweet reads. <laughs> Timmy has not tweeted since, and his Instagram account has disappeared. That's pretty much all you need to know. You do need to see the pictures that Timmy posted because he's thick. <laughs> they will... This So this thing calls it... A lot of a lot of websites will be like, allegedly 18-year-old Timmy Thick. It's because they're really hoping that he's 18 years old. <laughs> but we it's don't like, know. We don't know. It's just like a a man or a boy, as all the websites say, like posing in very thoughty Instagram poses. He's like knows his angle. Like he knows how to angle his butt, which is big and thick in a way. <laughs> Stop that talking. I can't. It's really, it's like awful. But the best part is that all of a sudden, so Timmy Thick had this great Instagram and then all of a sudden... They tweeted, good evening, Timmy Thick was a 24-month sociological study conducted by Harvard University. We are now complete with our study. Thank you for your time. And so everyone was tweeting like, what's the study? Where can I <laughs> so, read the study? Where's Timmy? So Daily Mail and like Babe.net, they all reached out to Harvard. Well, and- that's the best part is that the the only <laughs> people who really dug into this was da- Babe.net. You're like, oh, Babe.net, is that the website that like has all the garbage on it? I'm like, no, Babe.net <laughs> is like the new source for like investigatory journalism and like how dare you like, uh, you know bring them down because babe.net reached received confirmation from the head of harvard university's sociological department so that means somebody from babe.net had to call harvard and say hey have you heard of of timmy thick and they said timmy thick is not in fact associated with the faculty of harvard university quote there is no such harvard study professor jason beckfield wrote via email and now he is in a babe.net article that poor guy then people thought it was like a harvard lampoon thing because um, this guy on Twitter guy whose name that. is Brandon Wardell, who has a, a podcast where he interviewed supposedly the creator behind Timmy Thick. He claims that Timmy Thick's account told him that it's a Harvard Lampoon like writer. He's a, he's a head writer at the Harvard Lampoon. It was kind of like a joke thing. Mm-hmm. Which is which would make sense, but also if it were the head writer at the Harvard Lampoon and it were a joke thing, he would have revealed it to be a joke thing. Well, it also wouldn't have know? been. This is a Harvard sociological study. That's a bad so... ending. Like that's like a crazy ending. Timmy Thick, you really just have to see these photos. They are the wildest. It's sort of like Lil, you know how Lil Michaela just obviously looks CG, and people are like, "Is she real? Is she not?" And you're like, "Are you out of your mind? She's clearly CG." <laughs> It's really hard to tell whether or not Timmy Thick is photoshopped. Like this could easily be just an actual person, but it could also be wildly photo manipulated in every possible way. But it's like, also like kind of a parody account on top of yeah. being like maybe like an authentic account. Like it's a very. Yeah. It seems like a parody account to it's, me. It's it's good. It's good, and it's it's. Um, I think what you're trying to say is it's uncanny. It's like a weirdly un. The photos are kind of uncanny. And because like, if you look at like the bottom half of a lot of these photos, you wouldn't think twice. You just think, oh, it's my Instagram explore feed. <laughs> but then the moment you see Timmy Thick's face, you're like, where am I? <laughs> what was the quote? What was the caption that Timmy wrote on one photo that you really liked? Where is that? Oh, the one that I sent you? It was, oh, I have it right here. 
I'm only arrogant when my confidence meets your insecurity, kissy oh, face. That's so real. Timmy's it's, right. It's very, it's very real. I so miss he Timmy would... Thick. I didn't even know about him until he disappeared, but I want him to come back. I'm sad. Timmy Thick, come back to us. I don't know. I'm very confused, though, I will say about this interview that supposedly Timmy Thick's creator did with this guy, in which he talks about, he, like, that the, like, I read, I listened to a little bit of it, and he's like, He's not Timmy Thick, the person who's posing the photos, but he's like helping do all of the like social media for Timmy Thick and talking about. So I'm a little confused as to what is happening. Okay. So what is uh, what is Justin like in real life? And I don't want to make this interview seem like I'm trying to bash him or nothing because he's actually a good person. Um, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have spent two years working with him if he was a bad person. Um, he he's 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 good. He's very um artistic artistic i guess you could say um nonchalant he's a good person so i mean was this how much of timmy thick was an act for him and how much is that similar to who he really is um i don't believe it was an act well let me not say i believe it's it's who he truly is but i believe when we started working together he discovered more parts of himself that he wasn't in tune to another problem with podcast the point is you just got to see these photos of timmy thick it's really funny yeah and like honestly i really want him to come back so like please and come timmy back, thick timmy is thick. just such a great name great branding timmy thick thank you to my new favorite um journalism places well it was always the daily mail but babe.net. also babe.net thank you babe.net they do the journalism they do the journalism they reached out to daniel bergoli bad babies management team to determine if ms bergoli and timmy thick have ever met up in person now that's journalism that's that is how you I mean that that's where the, of the New book. York Times doing Timmy Thick journalism, finding out where Timmy Thick went. Here comes Megan Ellison on to adapt the story for her production company. Who's gonna Next play Timmy Thick? <laughs> Saoirse Ronan. Hi, Bobby and Lindsay. Zachary. Um, I'm just calling because I was bored at reading page six and they posted this article titled, Jemima Kirk sells unopened girls' DVDs on Stoop of Brooklyn Home. This bitch had a stoop sale, and she was taking Venmo. Um, I don't know who she is, though. Can you tell me who Jemima Kirk is? But just, like, this is really just the best article I think I've ever read. It's just short, sweet. She's selling unopened girls' DVDs, a spy told Page Tix, and taking Venmo. It's just really good. So who's Jemima Kirk, and is this, like, messy of her to do this, or is this just her just being her? Anyways, love you. Good fun, Balcon. Yeah, so Jemima Kirk sold um, unopened. This is the actual page six headline. Jemima Kirk sells unopened girls' DVDs on the stoop of her Brooklyn home. Mm -hmm. To be fair, I also don't know why she would need girls' DVDs. I don't know why anyone needs DVDs, let alone They probably give them to her. They probably gave gave her them also imagine she sold... buying them from her well, actually that'd be funny because you'd be like can you sign this for me or like you would just know in your mind that i bought these girls dvds from no Jemima i would get Kirk. them signed i would get them signed right yeah but i think i think a lot of people were trying to treat this as shade when really it's just funny and absurd because it's yeah. like of course like they were like and they were unopened of course why would jamie kirk watch the girls dvds she was yeah. in them it's worse um, if she's at home opening these girls dvds putting them in the dvd player and like watching <laughs> them also why are you putting them in the dvd player why aren't you going to hbo go like every other person 
Yeah. Um, I mean, she, she, it's funny because they saw her at a, at a, page six, saw her at a Tribeca thing oh, the yeah. next night and they asked her about it. And she said, there were like 20 of them, she told us of the DVDs. I don't know why, but they give you more than one. I think they want to give them to friends who are probably going to trash them. She added, <laughs> noting that watching DVDs are not as popular as digital streaming these days. Thank you, Jemima Kirk. Also, she told them, I wish you had done it while the yard sale was happening. <laughs> Right, she was so like... So I guess the yard yeah. sale wasn't that successful. Well, she was like, why didn't you give me some press for my fucking yard sale? You're going to write about it after the fact. I could have used your, you know, attention so people would come buy my DVDs. <laughs> uh, who was Jemima Kirk? Do we even need to talk about come it? Come on. You know who actress. she is. She's in how do you How do you not know who she is? She's an actress slash artist slash mother slash... Wow. Like, Fuck. I don't know. She's music like video star. She's Kirk family. We've talked about her. She's a Lola, sister named Lola. Domino. She has a doula sister named Domino who's married to, <laughs> mm, what's his face? And then they have Oh, the guy, and, yeah. And what's and his name? What's his name? I don't know. Go to? back in episodes. She's there somewhere. He's the guy. He married like a reality star. Is Jemima Kirk, though, like still a kind of Vemi post? No, it's the guy from the OC. Who cares? But no, Penn Badgley. I don't care. It's the guy from Gossip Girl. Still don't care. Gossip Girl. It's Gossip, it's gossip Girl. She's, it's Gossip Girl. Her sister is married to Gossip Girl. And then Lola Kirk is probably the most famous actor, actress-wise, probably, I would say. She's getting up there. I mean, Jemima, once Girls is off TV, like, Jemima's kind of not, you know, she's doing smaller stuff. And I think that's it. I would have loved to have passed that stoop sale. I would have bought those Girls DVDs immediately. Yeah. Um, I think that's very fun. You would have called Page Six. And of course she sold them. Make a little money. I don't think she actually sold the DVDs, though. I'm someone must have bought if we would have bought them someone must have bought them that's so funny that's true to stumble upon a to stumble upon a yard sale that has girls dvds and then you look up and it's jemima kirk's yard sale (laughs) you're like wow no i i empty my bank account and i throw the cash at her and i take oh my god as if they're more than like a dollar okay hi Lindsay and bobby it's emily i'm calling from australia it took ages to find out how to call your number because we actually have a magazine in australia called who Weekly, which is like just a trash um, gossip magazine. Anyway, I'm calling about a woman called Catherine Prescott, who is in a movie on Netflix at the moment called Dude with um, Lucy Hale. Anyway, this woman, Catherine Prescott, I recognize her from Skins, in which she played a teenager. That was about 10 years ago, and now she's in Dude, also playing a teenager, and she looks exactly the same. She played one of the twins in Skins. So I did a bit of a Google on her, because I was like, this woman has not aged at all in 10 years. And um, I thought she played both of the twins in Skins, but turns out she actually is a twin. And her twin, who is called Megan, is now a bodybuilder. And they have vowed never to work together again, Catherine and Megan. And also, um, I looked at Catherine's IMDb and I was like, wow, she's in Dude with Lucy Hale, which looks terrible. And she's also in um, To the Bone, which I thought was the other Lucy Hale movie. But it turns out that Lucy Hale and Lily Collins are different people. Anyway, Dude looks really bad, but it also looks like it has a lot of who's in it. So, I don't know. I don't know if there's a story there. Anyway, just letting you know. Good phone, Bella Thorne. Bye. There's a lot going on in this call. (laughs) 
Anyway, one, just letting you know. Yes, we know that there is a Who magazine in Australia. Um, we get their Google alerts. and they We're seem, always worried we're going to get sued by them. They seem fine. Don't sue us. Don't sue us, please. We'd love to collaborate with you. <laughs> it's literally our... all crossover. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Like we'll The know, Venn diagrams overlap entirely. We can make you huge in America. The other thing is this dude movie that is on Netflix, you are correct, looks bad and has a lot of who's in it, including... Aquafina, who is going to be in the Ocean's 8 movie. And I mention that because the woman who wrote this movie also wrote the Ocean's 8 movie. And that is why Those I are her two movies that she's written. that Netflix picked up this movie and put it on right now because people are curious about Olivia Milch, the woman who wrote Ocean's 8. And also, any movie starring Lucy Hale, I think you think that every young actress looks like Lucy Hale. And I think you're correct. Like, a lot of them yeah. do. Like, when you look at the poster for a Lucy Hale movie and you see a group of women, you're just like, oh, is this a, like a reboot of Multiplicity? Right. You're going to NYU and I'm going to Columbia. We're going to be life partners forever. I don't even know if that's 100% what I want to do. What? I need my dudes. Where the fuck is Lily? I know. I wish Chloe was here, too. Miss our token white friends. That's so ironic. You'll also notice that Austin Butler of Vanessa Hudgens' boyfriend, Carrie Diaries guys, in this, and also no, Alex no Wolf. One, <laughs> Lindsay, can I just interrupt really quickly? No one noticed Austin Butler. I did. I love the Carrie Diaries. You'll also notice Austin Butler. You'll also notice Alex Wolf, the brother of Nat Wolf, the guy that was in all of those John Green movies. He's yes. in this. Um, not like his brother. Not Nat. Not Nat. And it's also weird because it has like the old people. It has Michaela Watkins and Jack Brayer who are like the same type of person as like parents or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just funny that we're all in the same whatever. And then you, Catherine Prescott, who you mentioned, who is she Australian? Is that why you brought her up? Is that why you or is she British? She's a skins person. She's skins person. I don't but, think she's Australian. So but she's, she's a British. skins person. I just really liked yep. that you were yeah, like, thinks, yeah. I thought she played her own twin, but it turns out she has a twin and now her twin's a bodybuilder. There's nothing more yeah. like, te- you can tell that somebody is traumatized by looking like their famous sister than becoming a bodybuilder. So they don't look like their famous sister anymore. It's like, yeah. you better be able to tell us apart now. I'm literally ripped. You know, I've worked <laughs> to this Did you see point. her Instagram? She was at Coachella, like showing off her ripped body. Yeah, I loved it. I went on a full journey of Catherine Prescott's sister. I don't give a shit about Catherine Prescott, but I'm obsessed with her sister, whose name I forget. <laughs> What's her sister's name? Megan. I fucking love Megan Prescott. <laughs> Megan Prescott forever. Obviously now, still some people come up to me and they recognize me from Skins, but it's a long time ago now. It was eight years ago now. So to me, it's not in my head anymore. So at the time, I was like, ooh, like, some people know me. But very quickly after, I was like, okay, I'm a normal person. But I think, well, I've come to realize that a lot of other people didn't think like that. And and a lot of people I come across that, that watched Skins or, like, knew of it and were like, oh, cool, them lot are set for life. Oh, you do one show, you're set for life, cool. And I was like, no. Megan Prescott has uh, 100,000 100, followers on Instagram somehow. Yeah. She's also she's a writer. Ripped. She's ripped. Anyways, I don't think there's anything else to know. Yeah, I just, for some reason, this call really delighted you. And I was just like, whatever, it's funny. I loved her Australian accent. And I just love that she found a portal that led to a bodybuilder, a bodybuilder twin. And like, now we know about Olivia Milch, who's going to be, uh, who's you directed and wrote this movie, Dude, that no one will watch. And then Ocean's Eight, which everyone will watch. Everyone will watch Ocean's Eight, which Aquafina is in. And also, did you see Aquafina I know, in the trailer for Crazy Rich Asians? When it's out, Aquafina is going to come up again. Like, we're going to have to talk about Aquafina. We're going to have to talk about Aquafina again. The name Aquafina, um, I just, I always thought it was funny when brands try to, like, 
feminize themselves, you know, like Neutrogena. So, and also I'm really awkward. So, you know, and Fina, I'm sure it means fine somewhere, you know, so I'm like awkwardly fine, aquafine. Yes. Um, next and last main call, I believe. Last main. <laughs> hey, Lindsay. Hey, Bobby. It's Jenny from LA. Um, so I just saw on you news today that um, The Rock and his girlfriend slash baby mama just had their second kid. And of course, so cute. And um, the baby's so adorable. And I'm a huge, huge fan of The Rock. I mean, I always have been. He's just a very charming, charming guy. Uh, my only thing is I really have legit no idea who his girlfriend is. Um, so I know they've been together. They have to be together for a few years now because they already have another child together. Um, but, yeah, if you could just – I mean, is she even an actress? I don't even know who um, – she's very pretty, but don't know how they met, don't know who she is. I uh, would love to get the info on that just because I love The Rock and love to know more about her. Okay, good good form, Bellator. Bye. I, this is really funny to me. This sort of – this surprised me. Because I realized I've never once in my life thought about The Rock's girlfriend. I've never thought about this woman. I've never noticed this woman. I've probably seen a photo of her a thousand times and never thought twice. Well, here's the thing. Lauren, I I thought about her because in the GQ profile of The Rock that was really fun, written by Katie Katie Weaver... She The one thing that I was very kind of curious about is that he... he he Katie never mentions The Rock's, like girlfriend or I mm-hmm. wife I wasn't sure if they were married and so I very very consciously thought of that because I knew that she was pregnant and I know that he like had you know I knew that he had kids and a girlfriend but like that article very very specifically stays away from it and you would think like that's a, an important thing to somebody so I just thought that was very strange that he was like mm-hmm. but he re- I mean she's never mentioned Almost never. She's never mentioned, but she had to be mentioned recently because she had a baby. So like, mm-hmm. you can't you can't just be like the Rock had a baby with the air. The baby just appeared out of air. The most famous like movie star in the world right now had a baby. Right, and so you can't just say who like that baby came from nowhere. Like people are curious about the Rock's girlfriend, and I like I'm so happy that I googled her and figured out who she is because she is a fucking delight, and I can't believe we don't talk about her more. She's a masshole, as you said. She's a fucking masshole. She's from Linfield, Massachusetts, and not only is <sighs> she a masshole, she's kind of like Massachusetts royalty, like the like the. <laughs> What does it take to be Massachusetts royalty? I mean, she's literally the daughter of one of the guys in the rock band Boston. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm serious. She is the That's daughter really good. I didn't realize that. This guy, John Hashian. Her name's Lauren Hashian. She's 33. She's from Linfield. And she's the daughter of this guy who's in the band Boston. If you're from Boston... There's not that many, like, bands from Boston. There's, like, Aerosmith. There's, like, <laughs> Aerosmith. I mean, also, not that I know that much about Boston, but it seems like naming naming your Boston band Boston is the most Boston thing you could possibly do. It just seems so lazy and, like, yeah, whatever. Like, who cares? Yeah. No, I'm telling you. And They had that song, like, like I want a feeling. Remember that song? <laughs> More than a feeling. Right? Yeah. Right? That's, Boston, That's them. right? I don't yeah. know. Hold on, let me it's like naming it. your band Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah, done. Everyone's like, oh, I love that band from Pittsburgh. <laughs> Hold on, more than a feeling. Yes, more than a feeling was their big song. It's a good song. 
Yeah, it's good. They're like a perfect movie trailer band. song. Anyways, okay, we can we can continue. She is the daughter of the the guy from the band Boston. So music is in her blood. Uh, oh, let me tell you. So she also this is the best thing about this article. It says she is a singer and songwriter and co-wrote the song "Only You" for Ya Boy Shad. Don't know who that <laughs> is, but. I bet you better believe I I, uh, I clicked on it and found the song and it's not good. The other it's not Shad. It's it's not Shad Shad. It's your boy Shad, a different Shad, oh, it's right? It's not like Shad. Who do, who are you talking about, Shad? Oh, Shad, like, the... like Lil uh, Lil Bow Wow. No, no. Uh, the actual the 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 rapper Shad. No, it's your boy guy. Shad. Okay, yeah. And the other most important thing about her, which I'm obsessed with, is that she was a finalist on the 2005 reality show competition. Are you that girl? Let's play it. We decided to call Lauren in Boston. We're going to fly her out to New York City, and she's going to audition for us. I can sing. I can dance. Make you dance. Got your pants. We're going to have a good time. I'll put you in a trance. (laughs) The reason we like Lauren is because she loves to be silly, and that is so important to us. My name is Lauren. I'm 20 years old, and I'm from Boston, Massachusetts. I'm a full-time student at Emerson College in Boston. In the little free time that I have, I enjoy going tanning, uh, getting my nails done, getting pampered and primped. My father used to play the drums in our famous rock band called Boston in the 1970s and 80s. One and two, and one and two, and here we go. My father will go downstairs and practice on the drums, and then I'll go down there and I'll be singing for an hour, two hours at a time. It's fun. So you could go watch that video, or I could just describe to you that like her dad is like this older guy who has like a very like crazy like little beard on the drums some like just for men all over his hair like just a very classic rock boston dad playing the drums while his daughter like sings like maybe r&b over them and he just looks very confused he's like i'm just gonna give you a simple <laughs> maybe beat. r&b is correct yeah <laughs> anyways i don't think we mentioned are you that girl on upn if you don't remember was the show that was co-hosted by tlc's chili and t-boss to try and find a replacement uh, for the recently departed left eye, awkward. They didn't find a replacement. Lisa Lopez. Uh, it was. A, it was actually. If it, it felt so disrespectful to Lisa, but you know, whatever. What can you do? It was disrespectful to the point where I think the girl won, but she didn't actually join the group. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> I I barely remember. I watched the first. I probably saw this episode because I did watch the first two episodes of that show because I remember being like, I don't want to do this anymore. Lauren so didn't I, win. Lauren did not win. Lauren didn't win. Yeah, no. She went on to meet uh, The Rock in 2006 while he was filming his movie The Game Plan. Was she in The Game Plan? No. I don't know. So I don't really know what that means. <laughs> Maybe she was just hanging around set. Maybe she was performing. I don't know what she was doing. That was when The Rock was doing his like very like. Disney family movies, like the the one where he's the tooth fairy. It's like where he has to he has to contend with a little girl who's like, I'm a little girl and you have muscles and I got an attitude. And that's what he did for a while in his career. On January 22nd. Just here for the tooth, sir. Just a tooth. Mm-hmm. You can't handle the tooth. Who are you? I'm the tooth fairy. Oh yeah. Right, of course. But what's kind of shady, this piece says, at the time, Dwayne was married to his first wife, Danny Garcia, who he divorced in 2007 and had one child with. So he met um, he met Lauren, then he 
uh, divorced his wife. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which is interesting. It's interesting. Funny how that happens his sometimes. Girlfriend. Yeah, there's a lot of... A Funny lot how, of like, things. America's sweetheart man always has, like, a weird divorce in his past. Uh, kind of like Tom Hanks. Can you... When you think about it. Can you not? I love Tom Hanks as much as the next guy, but the fact that he cheated on his wife with Rita Wilson will... First of all, we don't know that for a fact. That's never okay, been. That he probably cheated on his wife. Spoken. The, time the timelines is... overlap a little bit. The it's had happened sometimes. It happens sometimes. People are more willing to overlook a man's indiscretions than they are over to overlook a woman's. Famous people, right? And just remember when Megan Ryan dumped Dennis Quaid for Russell Crowe because they filmed that movie together and everyone like treated her like this like she was treated like a pariah it was terrible and it's like you know what she was America's sweetheart why does she get up not get a pass and Tom Hanks does that's all I'm gonna say last night I was watching the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills reunion because I'm Mm -hmm. obviously really have a lot to do and did you know that John Mellencamp's daughter Teddy Joe is on the show you didn't know this no. And um, Lisa Rinna's like, when do we get to meet John? And when do we get to meet oh, Re- Meg Ryan? She goes, I want to meet Meg Ryan. And it was really funny <laughs> to me. I was like, Meg Ryan would like kill herself before she like tr- like met Lisa Rinna. And then they were like, do you watch it with your family? And she's like, yeah. And, and Andy was like, you, John Mellencamp, Meg Ryan, watching Real Housewives of <laughs> Beverly Hills. And I was like, wow, that's great. And so she actually does watch Meg. Yeah. Meg That's watches. great. Yeah. Meg would be a funny, a really fun, like, reality personality, I think. I think so. <laughs> like, yeah, sure. I don't really know Meg's like personality. One, Do you know Meg's like personality? One, no, that's why I think it would be, because it would be interesting to finally see something, you know? I feel like I don't know, I don't think we've seen Meg's personality in a long time. If she popped up on Real Housewives of New York, like, for one season, like a failed season, what would that be like? It'd be fun for a couple episodes, right? Well, it would be Beverly Hills, but yeah, sure. No, she lives in New York most of the time, doesn't she? I know, but she's but she's connected to the Beverly Hills franchise, so she would go through Beverly oh, Hills, I see. I'm sure. Right, right, right. That's she fun. would show I up think... at like Teddy's house and be like, Hey Ted, it's me, Meg Ryan. We should we should try to secret that into existence. I think that'd be fun. I mean, I think Andy Cohen is probably on the phone furiously calling everyone he knows to like try and get Meg Ryan to like show up. I mean, he's you know? already he's if Andy Cohen wants Meg Ryan's phone number, he gets it. <laughs> wow. Uh I think we're done for the week, aren't we? Yeah, we covered a lot of new people. I don't know if they were good, but we definitely... Um, like, oh, we needed new people. We, we definitely got some people. new blood in the system. So you mm-hmm. guys can stop calling about like Lil Michaela and stuff, you know? We get a lot of calls about Lil Michaela, and not that we're not interested in her, but it's just like, there's really not much... There's not much to it. And I we explained talked about it, her a couple times. and then Bobby cut it. So if you want the explanation, I cut it for Monday's you don't episode. have to um, subscribe to our... I'm kidding, there's no like... There's nothing files. to subscribe to. Yeah, please don't. Uh, and I think with that, please, I'll sell, listen- you know, I'll be selling these secret files of me explaining little Michaela at a yard sale or a, a stoop sale in five years in DVD cases. So you'll have to come find them then. <laughs> and, uh, rate and review us on iTunes. Don't forget to buy tickets to our shows in May and June. Also, we have another event coming up that I think we can announce on Monday. Yeah, I know. We, we can't announce it yet. We'll probably announce it for the next and please listen after the credits because there's an excellent call you're doing, Amazing Sweetie, that covers none other than the plot synopsis to Midnight Sun. Yes, that's right. The Bella Thorne movie where she can't go into the sun. Thank you uh, so and much for calling in and like telling us what happened in that movie because God the knows end of this I'm, movie never is wild. I'm never going to see this movie. You got to watch. Listen. Okay, bye. You will Yeah, yeah, yeah. They want to know. Hey. 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 
to be famous. Hey y'all, first time, medium time. So I saw Midnight Sun about, I don't know, a month and a half ago. And I'm not sure if either of you saw it. I mean, for good reason, you shouldn't see it. But I needed to talk about it, one, because Bella Thorne is just becoming everything that this podcast is and needs to be because she's the worst and best thing. But anyway, I needed to discuss the movie because some of the scenes in the film, I mean, guaranteed, you know it's a horrible film. But it's even worse sitting through it. So there's this one scene where um, Patrick Schwarzenegger's character takes Bella Thorne out for the night, and you know she can't be up all night because then she'll see the sun because of her little disease, you know, xeroderma pigmentosum, whatever. It's sad that I remember that off the top of my head. So anyway, after the long night where they go to, I think they go to downtown Seattle, whatever, they come back and then all of a sudden it's like, oh no, the sun's rising. She was in the water. The watch that she got from her dead mom broke. Anyway, so she begins this like frantic run back to her house. He picks her up in his truck and they get back and they're running up the stairs and it's really traumatic and it's getting slow-mo and it's like the sun's creeping up on her. And then the sun hits her for like 0.2 seconds and she runs inside. Anyway, her dad comes home and is like, where is she? Like runs in the house. Anyway, then her best friend, who happens to be her only friend, runs up and she comes and she like shakes Patrick Schwarzenegger's character. And she is just like, how could you do this? And he's like, what? What's going on? Because Bella Thorne's character never told him. And the best friend, all dramatic, is like, she has XP. And it is the worst thing that I've ever seen and sat through. And mind you, I was in the theater with a couple who, I don't know, I was worried that one of them had XP, so I couldn't audibly laugh for fear of, I don't know, hurting their feelings. But it was the worst thing ever. And the movie, I wish this was like the worst thing in the whole movie. My favorite part is she wants to go into the sunset with him on this boat. And so they go out there and the dad and like best friend are sobbing on the pier. And you're like, is she like riding off in the sunset to her death? Like you, you don't really understand what's going on with her disease or whatever. But then this like sad, mellow, music starts playing and she's like on the sail of the boat and she's like looking out into the sun and she took off her hoodie and it's this big triumphant moment, whatever, whatever. I mean, it's supposed to be. It clearly isn't. Anyway, it cuts to the friend, the dad, and Patrick Schwarzenegger's character on the beach holding her fucking urn. And I don't know. I feel like this isn't good form, Bella Thorne. And it never will be. Thanks, bye. Bye, bitch. <laughs> that was a headgum podcast.